the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we'll get some information today, but I don't know if it'll be real information, truthful information. Uh, The truth always comes to light. It just rarely in these days comes to light immediately, because we live in an era where it is common for the people in authority, the people who are supposed to have integrity, character, the people who are supposed to be serving our best interests as our elected officials or as our public servants, we live in an era where... They either lie to us to further their own political agenda, or they lie to us for our own good. So today, when the affidavit into the search of Donald Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago is released in some form, what will we learn? Well, we'll learn, like we do in just about everything, exactly what they want us to know. Which oftentimes is not what's really true. As became clear yesterday when Facebook chief Mark Zuckerberg sat down for a three-hour podcast interview with Joe Rogan. Shocker. The FBI intervened in the 2020 presidential election. Not during the election. That night, they weren't the ones who went into the Atlanta Board of Elections and said, Hey, water main leak. No more counting of ballots. They weren't the ones in Pennsylvania who said, yeah, sure, those mail-in ballots are coming in after the deadline, but let's just extend the deadline. They didn't do that. No, but they confirmed yesterday, well, Zuckerberg confirmed yesterday, yet another wild-eyed conspiracy theory that only ultra-mega Republicans give any credence to, right? The one like that COVID came from a lab. In China, that it didn't uh, accidentally migrate from uh, an animal source. Remember how you had to be nuts to believe that? Uh, Now we know that is true. Uh, That uh, masks don't work. The vaccines don't work. Couldn't say that. You get barred from social media. Now we know both of those are true. Now we know the CDC admits that six feet of social distancing was made up because 10 feet seemed too much and six feet was likely and people would follow it and it did no good, nor did masks. Yet another conspiracy theory. True. And yesterday, Zuckerberg confirmed that, yes, the reason why Facebook, Twitter, and others limited or completely restricted the release of the Hunter Biden laptop story was not just because it fit their own personal, political desires, that would be bad enough if they took their power of their platform and decided, hmm, but I, I really don't want Donald Trump to be president again, so let's just keep this story about 
Hunter Biden crack addict, prosecute uh, 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 prostitute customer. Let's keep that all secret on our own. That would be bad enough. And Zuckerberg confirmed yesterday that they all did it because the FBI essentially told them to do it. Told them to do it. So today, I'm supposed to believe that a judge appointed by Barack Obama is going to make a down-the-middle assessment of the affidavit justifying the search warrant, a first in American history where the FBI went into Donald Trump's home and removed 11 boxes of documents, would now be a bad time for me to suggest that they certainly had the license while they were there to plant whatever they wanted to find that they didn't actually find. I mean, that's, that would be a wild conspiracy theory, right? That the FBI would plant evidence? You mean like the fabricated information they put on the uh, FISA warrants so that they could make the Steele dossier totally made up by the Hillary Clinton campaign? seem legitimate enough to get published in the Washington Post, New York Times, and other places? You mean like that? Yeah, I mean like that. Yeah, I mean like that. So if the events of the last few years have proven anything, it is that we have a healthy and justifiable skepticism of the institutions that we previously trusted because... We kind of need those institutions to be trustworthy in order to have an orderly country. We don't have an orderly country now. We have a country that is run by liars. We have a country that is run by partisans. We have a country that is run by people who hate the country as it used to be and want to reform it in their image. A country where... Personal accountability means nothing. A country where abortion is unrestricted at any time of pregnancy. A country where men can be women, women can be men. No locker room is off limits. We live in a country led by people who talk about safe spaces and yet who want to eliminate every place that has previously been safe. So here's the audio. Here's Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook uh, talking about why they restricted the Hunter Biden laptop story, confirming every conspiracy theory that he and everyone on the right made fun of for the past almost two years. The FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. Be vigilant. Now, uh, was that a hard case to make, the Mark Zuckerberg? Uh, the Mark Zuckerberg who spent what was the number? 600 and some million dollars to finance a get-out-the-vote. I'm giving it the best possible portrayal I can. A get-out-the-vote campaign in the very swing states 
that made the difference in Joe Biden winning the election? Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan. Those are the states. Zuckerberg spent multiple hundreds of millions of dollars to get out the vote. Remember the movie 2000 Mules? Did you wonder, why are those people getting up in the middle of the night and taking handfuls of ballots to the ballot box? I mean, it's one thing to be anti-Donald Trump and pro-Joe Biden, but I mean, to get up in the middle of the night, I mean, you really got to be a partisan. I mean, like, I don't think I'd get up in the middle of the night to do that unless, unless I was getting paid. Who's paying them? Hmm. Who would have the money to pay them? Ah, Mark Zuckerberg would have the money to pay them. Now, what's interesting is that Zuckerberg yesterday pinned this on the FBI, of course, because, you know, hey, don't stop logging into Facebook. That's how I make my money. But even in trying to pass the buck to someone else for the censorship that he willingly engaged in, Mark Zuckerberg let us all hear and see how minimally he takes the severity of what he and Facebook did. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. because I mean, it turned out after the fact, I mean, the fact checkers looked into it. No one was able to say it was false. It sucks, though, I think in the same way that probably having to go through like a criminal trial, mm. but being proven innocent in the end sucks. Does it suck that way that Joe Biden got to be president? And there are many, many studies out there that say that if the American electorate had known about Hunter Biden's laptop, Donald Trump would be elected president. Mark Zuckerberg said, yeah, you know, man, that sucks. But uh, it sucks in the same way as having to be tried for a crime you didn't commit and being found not guilty. Does it really? Is that really the parallel, Mark Zuckerberg? What happens in a trial where you're charged with something and you're found not guilty? Well, you definitely go through some unpleasant periods and you probably have some sleepless nights and spend a lot of money on attorneys. But in the end, in the end, your freedom and your liberty is restored and you go about your life as it was. Is that what happened in this presidential election? Is that what happened? If the Hunter Biden laptop had been released and people had seen what an inveterate crack addict and immoral lout Hunter Biden is, and oh, we heard about the big guy and we took the inside information from Tony Bobolinsky that only Fox ran, if everybody had run that, and we realized that Joe Biden was the big guy and he was getting a cut of the money from Ukraine and China and Russia. But instead, Joe Biden was elected president. I don't think that's the same as somebody being found innocent of a crime and then going back to life as it was before. If we got to go back to life as it was before, Donald Trump would be president right now. And we wouldn't have student loan forgiveness. And we wouldn't have had vaccine mandates and mask mandates. And we wouldn't have had every single Christian in the military run out of the service. And we wouldn't have woke nonsense proliferating in our schools. No, Mark Zuckerberg, this is not at all the same as somebody going through a trial and being found not guilty. And the fact that you think it is shows that you don't care in the least about what you did. The reason I give you the cost of ClarityHR.com is because I know as a business owner, 
you don't make a move unless you know what it costs. And the reason why you don't make a move unless you know what it costs is because if you just do stuff you want to do, feel like doing, or think, hey, that'd be nice. That'd be so nice. I think I'll do that. Uh, It can end your business. See, that's not how the federal government operates. At least not this federal government. Joe Biden forgave 10,000, 20,000. The more you borrow, the more I forgive of student loans the other day. And we all kind of wondered, wow, what's that going to cost? Here we are two days later, and we're still wondering what's that going to cost. And unlike most cases where we don't get the answers because the uh, impotent White House press corps does not ask them, uh, in this case, they are asking the questions. Uh, But anytime you ask uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre a question, uh, you better pray the answer is written in her little book, or you're really not going to get much in response. So you could say this is how much it's going to cost if everyone who is eligible applies. I, I, I mean, don't have a, I, we just don't have a, a number to share at this time. Why don't you? I, look, the secretary, uh, the UN ambassador, the former UN ambassador spoke to this yesterday. We just have to see. It is a process that we just need uh, to take to take a to take a look before we can answer that question. We just don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But I guess what I'm struggling with, Alex, and my colleagues have asked about is. Yeah, you asked the same you, question yesterday. This no. is nothing new, Wah. right? You, this is a summer. Oh, okay, but you picked up on what he was saying. But so. I was going to say, if you don't know how much it's going to cost, how can you guarantee that it's going to be paid for, even if you're defining paid for? in a way that some of us have questions about. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. If you don't know how much it's going to cost, how can you promise that it's going to be paid for? And, oh, oh, producer Pam, did you notice did, you asked the same question yesterday? Well, yes, snarky. Because <laughs> I didn't get an answer yesterday. D- exactly. I'm asking she, it again. But early in the in the soundbite, she references the United Nations ambassador. No, she's talking about Cardonis. She's talking about but the that education that didn't have anything secretary. to do with the... Oh, but his that, credentials, his oh, street cred. He's a former it? United Nations ambassador, so, you know, there you go. Oh, how dare you question him? Because I didn't make that connection. Yes, how okay. dare you question him? Oh, shh. Uh, yeah. Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, doesn't know the answer because the answer is not important. The answer is not important. It's funny money. It's not real money. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, so we add to the national debt. What do we get out of that? Well, hopefully we convince a bunch of 20-somethings to go out and vote for us in November because otherwise uh, we're going to be bleeding Losses in the House and maybe in the Senate, too. Hey, by the way, and speaking of the Senate, we're going to talk to Jack Windsor at 12.05 today from theohiopressnetwork.com. Very interesting story on theohiopressnetwork.com today. More than one, actually. Uh, But the one that uh, really jumped off the page uh, to me, well, actually, two. First, according to Trafalgar, which does excellent polling, The numbers in the Pennsylvania Senate race are not nearly as lopsided as the uh, Shrek-like character John Fetterman supporters would have you believe. (laughs) Mehmet Oz trails Fetterman, according to Trafalgar, by five points. By five points. Not by 11. Not by 18. Which was Pittsburgh Works Together poll. Fox News says Oz is down 11. No, Trafalgar says he's down 5. And the margin of error is 3. So the race is pretty close. And every time Fetterman goes out and tries to talk, or talks, either way, I actually want Fetterman's voice to come back from his stroke. 
I want him to talk about his deep desire to pack the Supreme Court, his desire to allow boys to play girls' sports. I want him to talk about that because I think the more he talks about that, the more Pennsylvanians are going to realize, well, we can't send this nutburger to Washington. Uh, Oz is not a very good candidate, which is odd because he's a TV guy. He should be really good at this. And it's beyond me why Oz doesn't share his story of being an immigrant to the United States whose parents came here to live the American dream, and he's lived it. Instead of being afraid to admit you're wealthy, lean into your wealth and say, look, I came here with nothing, and this is only possible here. Fetterman is the trust fund kid. So anyway, Pennsylvania Senate poll angers me because Oz is not talking about the things he should be talking about. And Fetterman is talking about the things that should get people not to want to vote for him. Now, the other story on the Ohio Press Network that is interesting, in light of the fact that Mark Zuckerberg yesterday admitted that, oh, yeah, the FBI came to us and said, hey, 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 there's a lot of Russian disinformation out there. Yeah, coincidentally, there's a Hunter Biden laptop. The New York Post was getting very close to cracking and oh, probably a bad choice of words. And I said they're getting used to crack. They're getting close to cracking it. Uh, inadvertent Freudian slip. The FBI, according to Project Veritas, has updated their terror symbols guide. They have a terror symbols guide. So if you use any of these uh, terms, terminology, symbols, you might be a terrorist, according to the FBI. What would one of those symbols be? (laughs) The Betsy Ross flag. The Betsy Ross flag. The original American flag. 13 colonies. If you like that, you know, you may pay homage to America's founding. You must be a terrorist. If you use the term in social media postings, Ashley Babbitt, you might be a terrorist. You'd like to know why she not get any mention when they talk about the violence at the Capitol. She was the one uh, murdered by police. No. Not going to mention her name, and if you do, you're a terrorist. Second Amendment. If you mention the Second Amendment or write the term 2A, the FBI will flag you and look at you and expect that you could be somebody that they need to watch a lot more closely. Uh, Heaven forbid you have the Gadsden flag flying outside your house, the don't tread on me flag. They'll be treading on you big time if you're flying that, which is, of course, a good reason to get it, because uh, the more that we display these kinds of symbols, the more that the FBI will be concerned. I mean, look, what, what, what are you afraid they're going to overstep their bounds if you create in their minds the idea that you're rebelling against their overreach of authority? I think we've already passed that point. I think we've already passed that point. That's why I don't hold out any hope today when the Obama-appointed judge in Palm Beach releases the affidavit into the search at Mar-a-Lago that there's going to be anything in it but a bunch of thick black lines from the fattest Sharpie marker that he could find. But it's supposed to come out within the next half hour. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.